This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So, Bree, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like street track tracks, and my bike's tire like went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no. and I totally fell down and just like skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And <laughs> active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites, and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. I have your host, Joanne Crone, and we are here with a No Guilt Mom win, which I know that you're going to find so inspiring because if you have a kid who has special needs and you struggled hard during the pandemic because those services weren't available and then getting back in it after the pandemic was so hard to still find help, Victoria knows exactly what you're going through. And she has a story of hope that I hope will inspire you and will give you some little ideas on where you can look or where you might be able to look for family members who are going through this thing right now. So welcome, Victoria. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm also excited to see your face again because you joined us for the No Guilt Mom VIP retreat and I actually got to meet you in person, which is so rare online. So it's just an, some extra excitement for this interview. Oh, I know. It was wonderful. I'm still thinking about it. But let's get into to your story. So can you tell us a little bit about your son and what you went through during the pandemic with him? We got him actually in May of 2018 after my sister, my sister-in-law, my husband's adopted sister, um, she ended up losing custody of James. And he was just shy of a year old at that point. So when we got him, he wouldn't eat. Um, he wouldn't walk. He cried a lot. He would suck on his fingers and kind of just rock back and forth. Like he had missed his entire first year of like everything, you know, all those milestones that would be being met throughout that year. So we ended up um, going through the adoption process. And then fast forward to 2019, we actually adopted him on September 13th of that year. And we started services then. And obviously, 19 to 20 is not too far away. So we had him in services up until he was just about three years old. 
Can you explain a little bit about what he needed services for? Yeah. So we ended up with services, DDD services. They brought in a speech therapist and occupational therapist. We had those services um, where we would have somebody come into our home like once a week. But then the pandemic happened. (laughs) And because he had just turned three Mm -hmm. or he was just about to turn three, his services were already getting ready to stop through DDD. We would have had to work on getting um, going through other services. But because of the pandemic, it was just near impossible. Um, And it really wasn't until last year, we actually had him go stay with a friend, some friends of ours for, he was with them for almost six months. Um, Up until that point, my husband and I had not had a break. We had no respite services. We had no uh, family that was really able to care for him. My you know, my father-in-law, he has a, um, a prosthetic leg, so he can't chase after him. And he's very rambunctious all day, every day. He's the energizer bunny that never stops going. Um, and I love him to death. He requires a lot of care, too. Like, what are some of the things that you've seen your son doing that you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so really how he ended up at my friend's to begin with was that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. He ended up climbing our boat onto our roof and was trying to fit himself down the chimney. And he had convinced both of his siblings to try and go with him. And it was my daughter's birthday. She had just turned 11, I think it was, or 12. And we were calling her dad and this all happened in like that. Um, There was no catching it. I was home by myself. We were just trying to call her dad. I thought the kids were, you know, relatively okay for a moment. Next thing I hear, pitter-patter on the roof. I was like, why does it sound like there's feet on my roof? And that's when we found them. And that's when I had to call my friend. And I said, I really, really need help Um, because I don't like to ask for help. But I was in dire need at that point. I could not. um, I could not keep up. I was drowning. Because something that you described at the retreat was that you also felt a lot of guilt because of the attention that it took also from your other kids. Yeah. And that's, that's very difficult. In fact, we're, because he's now, you know, fast forward, we're getting, getting, going to be getting those services, but all of my kids are going to be put in counseling to help understand and to go through and to feel what they feel because it's been a lot on everybody. Even my husband and I are going to have to do it too, just to kind of let it all out. What was the change that led you from having struggle every day to finally now being able to get services? Oh gosh, I think it was my husband's retirement. I think he was home for like three weeks and I think he finally understood. He was like, oh my gosh, how have you been doing this? you know, for so long because I haven't worked since the end of 2020 when I resigned from my job because I had all five of them. And I was like, there's no way I can work and do this at the same time. It's insanity. And I loved my job. And so that was a little bit rough, you know, leaving something you actually like doing. And then all of a sudden you're home 24 seven. The reason why I got the job was because I needed something outside of the home. And so your husband saw the need for it. And then you also came to the retreat too. And what did you, what happened at the retreat? Absolutely. In fact, it just kind of fired me up when I got home. I was like, we need to call. We need to figure out like what's going on. <laughs> and they're looking at 35 to 40 hours a week of services for him. And it's going to be one person. Okay. So you went from having 
nobody coming in from you doing it all by yourself to now 35 to 40 hours a week of someone else coming in to help you. Yeah. And respite care on top of that once we figure out that portion of it. But yes. And for those people who don't know what respite care is, can you describe what respite care is? Yeah. So basically it's somebody that's trained to um, take care of your child that or whatever their autism whatever their needs are. And so you get a little bit of a break when you need it. We don't know how much respite care that we do qualify for, but even just once a month would be amazing for our family. So having all this lined up now, Victoria, how are you doing now, now that you know that you're going to get help? I think I'm doing so much better. Honestly, I just had my husband clean our entire bedroom for me in the first time in months because I was so depressed and so down. I was just so focused on just how do we get through, you know, it just couldn't be the rest of his life or the rest, you know, of our life of trying to figure out how to do everything by ourselves. And now that I know that help is coming, I oh, I just feel like this big sense of release and relief and not having so much dread. <laughs> that is amazing to hear. And I'm so, so happy to hear it. And you've been part of our community for a number of years now and in Balance VIP. And I see you getting so much support in there from everybody who was at the retreat and just cheering you on as well. Oh, I just love these women to death. I'm like, you guys are amazing. And, you know, and I never thought that I would need something like that, but it's so true. Like, even though they're not right here, that support means everything to me. And I never thought that I would need that much support because I've always relied on what I have around me. And sometimes it's just not, it's just not enough. And the love I feel from these women, and it makes a huge difference in my in my life, really. I'm so happy that you are here and with us in balance and part of the No Guilt Mom community. And I hope, I know, I don't hope, I know that your story is going to provide hope for other moms out there who are right now struggling and trying to do it all, especially if they have a child with special needs, just to go out, find the help, the help is out there, and also to reach out for the support of other people. Because like you said, support, like you never realize how much you need it until you get it. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is the thing that I was missing all along. I just feel like I'm no longer carrying it all by myself. Like I feel like it's not my, not all my burden to carry. And that's very important to me. And it helps a lot. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear. Well, I will talk to you very soon. And thank you so much. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, 
life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.